Hey everybody, it's Celine and TJ, and we're back for another episode of TJ, TJ and Celine Nerd, Nerd Out Two Nerdy Things. It's been a minute since we switched. I know you caught me off guard. I, I it took. It, I, was I like, just thought of it. I'm like, we haven't done that in a while. Let's yeah. do it. You caught me off guard. I was like, well, and TJ. Yep, yep. You guys, we're sitting in Celine's book nook right now. The nook. We're in Celine's nook. Come here. Come closer, children. Yep. We're we're near her box. Come to the box. Oh, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that. Um, I don't mean it. Yep. No, we're in her book nook right now. <laughs> and she just hung up some pictures that some I gave her and some that were gifted to her from other people. And it looks so good. It's so pretty. <laughs> I'm just looking around and it's just coming together it's got it's definitely like very us because these are also your books um but yeah the nook like okay no just saying the nook is nooking it's nooking box is boxing the box is boxing the pod is podcasting yes to some people i guess it could be overwhelming the amount of books but i don't think it is i think it's cool i never i, I but libraries and bookstores never made me feel like overwhelmed it always made me feel um, comfortable. Safe. Like, safe and, like, just warm. Yeah. You know, like, like, like this. Cozy. Yeah, yeah, cozy. Like, this area, like, makes me just want to. Get a sleeping bag and whip out my bed. book. Yeah, yep. <laughs> whip out your book. Whip it out. Whip it right out. <laughs> oh. She thinks. <laughs> <laughs> I tried doing the aunt the other day and it does not sound like yours and it sounds like I'm having a stroke. So. Well, Pink does it in her, a lot of her songs. Yeah. She'll go, oh. Oh. And that's what I always think of when I do it is when she goes, oh. But, yeah. Um, what are we talking about today, TJ? Today we are talking about photosynthesis mm -hmm. and why it's important that we synthesize the photos take it away so for those that don't know what photosynthesis is it's when leaves take in sunlight mm -hmm. and they synthesize to make chlorophyll yes to, to chlorophyll the leaves which is what the green in the leaves are. Yes. And it is a very interesting topic. We're going to probably talk about it for a couple hours. First of all, we're going to go through and talk about our favorite leaves. Um, I have many. Mine is um, actually, it's, I'm, I'm so basic. Mine is actually the maple leaf. Shut up. I was going to say maple because it's the only one I could think of. <laughs> 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 or a fern. Is that a leaf? Yes. I or is also that a plant? You know what? We don't, we don't, we don't, um. What is the word? What we don't uh, discriminate. Discriminate. Yes. In this in this house, yes. all leaves are leaves. All leaves are curious. Just like everything should. Be. Yes. Yes. Um. Yeah. I love a maple. Love a willow tree leaf. Yes. You know, you know what really tickles my fancy. What gets you going? What really moves the blood? Blows your hair back. Mm -hmm. Um. The leaves that turn into those spinny things in fall. Oh, propeller leaves? Yeah. Or helicopter seeds, whatever yeah. they're called. Because, I mean, like, technically, it's when they're dying when they do that. But, like, I love a beautiful death. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't like them. 
Okay. And only reason why is because they're a pain in the ass when they go in my parents' pool. That's fair. Pools and they, they clog the filters. But they are very pretty when they fall. I love to throw them up. And, I'm like a little kid. When I see them, I take it and I throw it up in the yep. air and watch it. Yep. Time always chases after them. <laughs> He's so cute. He's so cute. Yeah. So, so we're just going to get right into that. Um, but first, a word from our sponsors. I'm just kidding. <laughs> we do have a sponsor, and it's Anchor. Yeah, and they, they're awesome. Please give us more money. Yes, and they give us pennies on the dollar. It's, I mean, like, I love it. Yeah. You know, money's money. I'm yeah. a hoe for those pennies. Yeah. Um, I'm just kidding. We're not going to talk about photosynthesis. Photos. I don't even know a Samantha. <laughs> I don't even know a Samantha. <laughs> Samantha? Samantha? <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. We're not talking about photosynthesis. Who could even talk about that for like two hours? A scientist, probably. Biologist. Botanist. Oh, wait, no, biology is like. Yeah, biology, yeah, right? Yeah. Anyways, what are we here to talk about? We're going to talk about Ant Man. Specifically, Ant Man 1. Yeah, it's only called Ant Man. Yeah. It's because. Ant Man 2015. Yes. And it honestly has been a minute since we talked about Marvel. So it's October. Yeah, we haven't talked about Marvel in a... Was it Werewolf by night? Uh, yeah. Werewolf and She-Hulk. That's right. Yeah, we haven't talked about Marvel in a minute. And I'm sure you're busting at the seams to hear us talk about Marvel because... It's something new. Yeah, it's like you've never heard it before. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, we will continue our series of... Um, we watched long movies so you don't have to. That's probably going to go on forever. Because yeah. long movies keep happening. Yeah, true. Even Marvel movies are getting... It probably is going to, well, it'll probably seep into the series. You know what's funny? I just thought about this right now, right here, right this second. Right now. Is, yep. Our very first episode was a long movie. It was Avengers Endgame. It was over three oh, hours. yeah. So it's like, it's not really that. Far off. That far off of what started the podcast. No. And here's the deal. I, I think what we should, like, what we should clarify, it's long movies that you don't necessarily, like, imagine yourself watching. Right. You know? Like, we did it for you. Honestly, we're doing do dill. Mm hmm. As Bethany would say. I'm doing my do dill. Exactly. Yeah, we're talking about Ant Man because, as you all know, the new one is coming out next week. Two weeks. Two weeks. Right? No, it's next week. Hold on. Oh, yeah, yeah, because, yep, sorry. I was thinking of our. No. Our, our plan so comes yeah. out next week. We'll release that episode on the 23rd. The yeah, the following week. That's what I was thinking. So we're going to talk about Ant-Man 2015. We're going to talk about um, Ant-Man and the Wasp 2018. And then we're going to talk about Ant-Man Quantumania. Basically, this week will be the first movie. Yeah. Next week will be the second one. And then the next week, after the movie's been out for a couple of days... We'll talk about the third one, and it just kind of it kind of worked out nicely, honestly. It did, yeah. And we didn't we didn't really plan it that way. It just kind of. TJ came up with it today as a stroke of genius. Um, I am amazing. You are. <laughs> but I'm also amazing. So yes. we sit on a throne of amazing. Most people sit on a throne of lies. We sit on a throne of perfect Beautiful amazingness. Amazingness. Yes. Well. You think people listen to this podcast and they're like, <laughs> wow, they really love themselves. <laughs> Whenever I start a new job, because I just did, yeah. I'll be like, yes, I am amazing. Mm-hmm. And like, 
I always have to like follow up with like I don't actually think that. Like I don't correct myself. Like I am amazing, but like I'm not actually like I'm amazing, but like I am I am yes, I am kidding and I actually am quite humble. So that's the I think that's like the joke, you know, for us. Right. We're pretty we're not like that crazy. No. We are that amazing though. Yes we are. Um I'm not gonna lie to you, TJ. We so we started this movie back in Oh, it's almost a year now, I think. It might actually be a year in, like, April. I think so. Yeah, I think that's when we started this, because we were rewatching all the movies, which we'll probably go back to at some point when we have nothing else to podcast again. Well, we were watching it, and then, um, because we, we had that weird lull where nothing was really coming out. Yeah. Um, and we went back to watching the Marvel movies. Yeah. And, um can't remember what was before ant-man guardians i don't remember Anyways. yeah guardians um so we were in the middle of watching ant-man and then i believe dr strange in the Wait, multiverse of madness about guardians the christmas special not yet we will okay. i was hoping to do it for christmas but then well you we know all, yeah that, that don't happen anyways um we were in the middle of watching ant-man and then dr strange came out and then i think the next week no, we were watching Ant-Man, then Moon Knight started, started and then podcasts. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Yeah, and then we started podcast, and then Hawkeye, no, Hawkeye had already come out. Uh, I think it was Ms. Marvel. Ms. Marvel, and then She-Hulk. Yeah. So we were like in, in a Marv hole. Yeah, and then you were sick. Yeah. In the like summer, so then that, yeah. Anyways. That was a rough summer. It really was for you. <laughs> I like, and I tried to do things in between so that it wasn't just like a waste of a summer, but, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that was not fun. No. Yeah, Anyways. so we, yeah, we've taken kind of, we veered off the Marvel train as of late and we've been reviewing, we reviewed everything everywhere all at once, Titanic and what am I missing? Avatar, the way Avatar. of water. The way of the water. Um, and we decided to create a series that was movies that are long that aren't Marvel, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but this week we're back because Ant-Man's coming out soon. Heck yeah, and I don't know about you, but I am excited. Although I'm always excited for Marvel, so Would it's not really shocking. Quantum maniac? I am a quantum maniac excited for this. I am a quantum maniac as well. Yes. So, let's go back to the beginning. Ant-Man. The Dawn of Man. (laughs) Wait, that actually worked out. It did. (laughs) Because you said man, and I said ant. Yep, yep. Yes, we're going way back to the beginning. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Let's go back to the beginning of Ant-Man itself. Yes. What did you know about Ant-Man? Be honest. Not a thing. Not a damn thing. Not a damn thing. So, I will be honest, before the movies, my knowledge of the Marvel Universe was pretty limited, other than what was our Marvel Universe growing up. Yeah. Which was Spider-Man, Daredevil. X-Men. X-Men, so great. The Punisher. Um, Pretty limited to that. Um, So, I didn't know a thing about Ant-Man. I, before the movie, before they, or when they announced the movie, didn't even know who was playing him yet. Um, 
looked up Ant-Man right away. What the fuck? I was like, this dude's costume. Really? Is so bad. <laughs> I know. My, my first reaction was, really? Uh-huh. And then I looked up his powers. Literally has the power to shrink down or enlarge himself. And the ability to control ants. How do you translate that to a movie? Into a good movie. My immediate thought was, there's no way. Honestly, kind of the same thought I had with the Guardians. Yeah. I was like a talking tree and, or yeah, a talking tree and a talking raccoon. There's no way. And I remember the concept art and I'm like, this is going to be Marvel's first bomb. <laughs> Come to find out it's like one of their most popular ones. The Eternals is one of their first bombs. Yeah, still did very well, but yeah, it was one of their first missteps. Yeah. Thor, Love, and Thunder is one of their bombs, too, which is crazy. Which just I love that irritates movie. me because I love that movie. People are smoking crack. Yeah. Anyways, you didn't know a thing. I didn't know a thing. Yeah. We knew nothing. We knew nothing. And then I found out who was going to be playing the Ant-Man. Mm -hmm. Paul Rudd. And you're a huge Friends fan. I am a huge Friends fan. And you were Crap like, bag. Yeah, I was going to say, you were like, what the fuck is Crap Bag going to do as Ant-Man? I was just like, how is Crap Bag going to be a superhero? Crap Bag's a nerd. Paul Rudd, he is great. He's always going to be the stepbrother from Clueless that makes out with his sister. Uh, even though I fucking love that movie. I love that movie. And that romance is still better than Twilight. Mm -hmm. um, but Agreed. Is Paul Rudd going to play a superhero and do it well? He's funny. He's always the, the best friend. He's the goober. The goober. The funny guy who, he's like, he's, I've never thought he was bad looking. No. But like, I never thought he was leading man quality. I, I've always thought he was good looking. I, I think it's just like, growing up with him as the brother in Clueless, I always thought he was hot. Um, in like a daddy kind of way. He's always kind of had that like, like, okay. Just like Pedro Pascal's always been kind of daddy, even though he's mm -hmm. literally was very young during some of his things. Um, he just had an older look about him. Yes. Just like, an, like a, they just seem like they've stayed the same age forever. Like a old Hollywood movie star quality. Yeah. Like they stay the same. Mm -hmm. They don't change. I don't mm -hmm. know like what it is, what sorcery it is. They probably sold their souls. I don't know. Um, so when he got cast, I was like the husband, he's always the husband. Right. Never the leading man. No. And I was like, this dude. Did you see the movie Our Idiot Brother with Zoe yeah. Deschanel? Mm -hmm. And he had long, he was like a hippie. Yep. This is who I, this is who you're going to get to play the Ant-Man. What about, he's the husband from Knocked Up. That's who's going to yeah. play Ant-Man? Mm-hmm. Did you see Role Models ever? Uh, was that the one with Jason Segel? No, um. No, it's the one with, um. Sean, whatever, mm -hmm. 
where they go to like rehab instead of prison mm-hmm. um, so that they don't get like a sexual harassment or a sexual pedophile or whatever suit because they did something out of school that yeah. wasn't that bad but it was just like yeah. whatever he plays in that movie and he plays he plays like kind of like a harsher role like he's like this like jaded motherfucker um, but he's still a go- he's playing this jaded role and he's still a goober you know what I mean and I was like he can't even play like a jaded businessman how is he gonna play a superhero forget super how is he gonna be an Avenger Ant-Man is one of the original Avengers yeah and that's where the Marvel Universe has sort of deviated from their Avengers yeah. lineup. Because in the movies, he's not one of the first Avengers. Mm-mm. In the comic books, he's like one of the founding members. Yeah. So, yeah, how is this person going to be a superhero? An Avenger. I have no idea. No. No. Did you go into it with just, like, basically bracing yourself for disappointment? I went into it with not high expectations. I thought it was going to be so stupid. Yeah. And I I had no intentions of liking it. I almost didn't, like, want to like it. Yeah. And then the trailer came out. Okay. Interest peaked. I was like... You've, you've, you have my attention. Then you go to the movie. You sit down, the lights go down, and you're like, what can they really do? Not even that. But yes, that as well. I remember in the trailer, they showed like a brief clip of him without a shirt on. Daddy. Damn, Paul Rudd. Zaddy. When... Where'd those abs come from? Zaddy. I'm like warm thinking about him. <laughs> I've always thought he was cute, but when he got jacked for this role, and mind you, they don't even play up how jacked he got for these roles yeah. at all. Like as much as they do like Chris Hemsworth. Or, right. You know. I mean, he he's not huge by any no, means. No, but he. But for he got, him. he No, he has muscles. Right. He's he, normally dad bod. Like where like Chris Evans, Chris Hemsworth, they're like <clears throat> muscles. They're jacked. Like, I would say he's more toned. Which That's is kind a, of hotter. Like, which is not a bad thing. No. Like, but because he's just naturally, he's always been very skinny. Yeah. You know, he's got that more like, like a swimmer's type body, I guess. He's always kind of had like a dad bod, I'd say, where he's just like very average right. body. So again, interest peaked. And he's like, <laughs> okay, Paul, dad. Yeah. Ready. Ready. <laughs> So yeah, okay. Interest interest peaked. Let's let's see what this Ant Man guy has to what has is, to offer. What can he do? Uh, twist my arm, I'll give it uh, a shot. Why not? <laughs> um and yeah, then we, we lead to your thing, you sit down, the lights go down. And you prepare we, for the worst. I'm like, okay, well he can control ants. So we shall see where this goes. I don't know how on earth they're going to play that on screen. I've Planet of the Apes was a shit show. So, how are Planet of the fucking Ants going to play better? Tell Seriously. me. Yeah. Um, it's really good. So, I remember seeing this one in the movie theater. I, I don't think I saw it with you. I saw it with my brother and sister. No, I saw this with my dad. And 
I remember the movie got done and I remember looking at my brother and sister and I said, that was really good. Did they like it too? They did. Yeah. I said, that was actually like, like a made sense and had a really great story. Yeah. And actually really made me like him as Scott Lang. I, I, again, Marvel does it again where you can't see anyone else as the character. And it made me want to watch other things of his. Yep. I watched a couple of serious movies that he was in. Mm-hmm. He's a really good serious actor He's a really too. Good actor. I was just like, where have you been all my life, Paul? I I just always thought he. He's a funny actor. He was the funny doofy guy. Yeah. And he he does serious. Granted, this movie is silly. It I is. Know. But he there's serious parts. Yes. You know, and he does a great job with the serious parts and the comedy. He's a really good actor. He's yeah. A really good um, switch up act, actor too, where he switches up. And he made me believe that he was a superhero, <laughs> which is a no small feat. That can control ants, bro. That can control ants, and that made sense. You're like, oh. I get it. I get how he's able to do it. Yeah. I don't know how he does it, but I get it. But I understand. Right. It's all, it's all coming together for me. Mm-hmm. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, I loved how they put it together. I loved... Um, uh, who plays Hank Pym? Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas. I loved him as Hank Pym. Mm-hmm. I loved Evangeline Lilly as um, Hope and Dine. And... Mm-hmm. Well... And what kind of like a great little comeback for Michael Douglas. Yeah. Because he was kind of like the it actor back in like the 90s. Yeah. Then he kind of, like all actors, they're... They're, they're, they're stars wing. Right. And so it was like kind of like a really a really cool comeback for him. I agree. And uh, kind of like a, a surprise hit for Marvel with Paul Rudd. I know. It made him a leading man. And... Again, they did it again with their casting. Whoever yeah. casts for them just does it so well that, like, it's it, it, when they when they do stuff like this where you just can't imagine them as the lead characters, and then they become the lead characters. You're like, holy shit! Okay, you know better than me, I guess. I compare this to um, Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah, because I did not see Chris Pratt as a leading man. No, no, but he was Andy. I'm like, you are Andy Dwyer. Wait. Yeah. Yeah. Was, there's Andy in the office and Andy on Parks and Rec. Yeah. Andy Bernard is the one on the office. Andy Dwyer is a lovable doofus. Yeah, he's a dipshit. Right. And I'm like, how are you going to make this guy... A leading man. A leading... And they did it. They did. And he did it. Again, another great actor. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. I know there's controversy with him and his... Church. Church, but... That has nothing to do with Marvel, but um, doesn't doesn't change the fact that he's still a good actor. No. Um, but another movie that I absolutely walked out of the theater loving. Yes. Um. Yeah, it just I I was I love when I'm proven wrong. I know. You know, and when I've proven myself wrong. When they when they do so well, <clears throat> when you. It's when you go in fully, like, ready to shit on the movie, and they do so well. 
it's like the best feeling because you're like those you're like they can't fucking do this right they won't they can't right and then they do and you're like wow okay yeah absolutely I, I think that's partly why I was also a little disappointed with the Eternals yeah was because I didn't walk out of the theater going that was really amazing no a beautiful movie yeah. visually oh yeah it's just story wise it's I say the same thing about Dune beautiful yeah, movie beautiful story yeah cinematography acting is great yeah it's just it didn't land it's a hard book to turn into an interesting movie one of my friends is reading dune right now not friend just like somebody i know and they're like the movie was amazing that's great if you think and so i was like in my personal opinion the book's better better uh, agreed there's just a lot that some books just it's so hard to become a movie they should have done a TV show mm-hmm I can't remember um, if it was the writer of the book or I don't remember but they said that no one will ever be able to fully capture doing on screen mm-hmm. because it's it's just a hard book to translate mm-hmm. and I agree it's I just agree. it we read the first book and it was we love the book. The movie was just really dull. <laughs> it was also a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah, we reviewed it, so you can also listen to yeah. our podcast on it. But I think Mason's he, even on that one, too. Is he on that one? Yeah. Does he do a tap-in? I think so. Huh. For a few minutes. Mason was not... He did not know what was happening. We didn't know what was happening. And he leaned in and asked TJ and I, he was like, what's happening? And we were like... Dude, I, I, I literally have read the book. I don't know what's happening. The only part I really understood was hap- what was happening was when his hand was in the box and she was mm-hmm. testing him. Because it was translated so well. Direct from the book. Yeah. So yeah. That, that was about it. Yeah. Um, I yeah. forgot why we were talking about that. but um, Just actors that were goobers that we don't yeah. think will whatever. And then yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But we have, we have a we have a solid cast. We have Michael Pena. We have um, oh my god, I love him. Um, forget his name in the movie. Again, oh, what's his name? Iconic and now a very iconic character. His best friend. Yeah. Michael Pena's character. Yeah. Um, Luis. I his name. Yeah, is it Luis? I don't remember. Ti is in it. Yeah. Um, we've got Bobby Cannavale. We have Judy Greer. We have Corey Cottle, who plays the bad guy. It's Louise. Or Louis. Louise. Louise. Yeah. It's Louise. Um, obviously, we have Paul Rudd, who plays Scott Lang. And we have Michael Douglas. We have Evangeline Lilly. And um, kind of a known actor, I guess more so recently. He's been in a lot of things. David Dasmalshian. The... The, the, he's the, Russian. the Russian guy. Yeah, but yeah. he's not really Russian in real life. No. But what is he in normally? Um, he's he, such a good Russian actor. He, he was in The Suicide Squad. That's right. He's Polka Dot right. Man. He he's, pops up everywhere. He's like in so many TV shows too. I remember one of, yes, I remember one of the first movies I saw him in was um, The Dark Knight. That's right. He was the um, the guy that like tried to kill the commissioner. Yeah. Or that killed the commissioner or something. Yeah, I remember that. But... Yeah, he does pop up just like everywhere. Yeah, he does. He's he's a great actor. Great actor and probably one of the funniest characters in this movie. He's so funny. 
Was it this one with the Baba Yaga? Yeah, Baba, it's Baba Yaga. No, that was the second one. Was it the, the second one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's... Oh, Baba, Baba Yaga! Yaga. <laughs> Actually, yes. looked it up. It's a real thing. You didn't know Baba Yaga was a real thing? No. Yeah, it's... No, it's, or it's, it's like a real boogie, lore. It's the boogeyman. Yeah. Yeah, but it's, she's a grandma. Yeah. She, like, takes you... You didn't know that? Mm-mm. I've made that joke all the time. I'm like, I'm Baba Yaga. <laughs> <laughs> I think because you To our swim kids, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm Baba Yaga. <laughs> I think you remember when I like looked like a babushka because I had my like hair flap on. I was like, "No, I'm Baba Yaga," and you were like, "We got my my little babushka." My little babushka. Um, but yeah, it's it's an alias cast. Yeah. And everyone is just so funny. They're so funny, and you don't expect them to have chemistry because it's so random. Right. But they do. It's so it's such a random pairing of of everyone, and everyone just works. So well, and Evangeline, Lily, and Paul have such good chemistry too. They do, and I've heard, and I don't know this for sure, but just again, what I've heard is that she can be difficult to work with. Mm. Um, and they have great chemistry. Yeah, like, like right off the like, bat, I would honestly believe they were a couple. Oh, yeah, they, <laughs> they like seem hot for each other the minute they meet. I'm yeah. like, damn, yeah, it's spicy. Yeah, this is my favorite hair of hers. Really? I liked it in the second one. What May- was it like in the second one? Mainly, just like... The bob? It, it's like how she looked in Lost. The long hair? Yeah. Oh, then I like the second one. Okay. This one, she has the bob. Oh, no, then the second one is one I like. I'm sorry. It's freaking ugly as hell. The, I like her long hair. Yeah, where, where she liked how she looked in Lost. Yeah. Or how she looks normally, I guess. Yeah, her real hair. Yeah. Um, I did not like her hair in this one. It's the ugly ass, like... Yeah. CEO Bob. Yeah, I don't like that one, and I don't like her new hair, which is much truer to the character, the comic book character. I, I get what they were doing. She does... The, she, go ahead. Her face is too harsh for that. Thank you. There's women that either look good with short hair, or... <laughs> <laughs> Selene has short hair. She um, pointed to me and goes, thank you. There's women who look good with short hair, yeah. or women who don't have to have mild features i think and i don't mean that in a rude way i just mean no. you can't be super sharp or super soft you just have to be in the middle and she has very sharp features you took the words right out, right out of my mouth she has very sharp features she's not masculine by any means she's but she's got masculine features she's got a jaw right which doesn't work well like like if i pull my hair up my jaw i have a prominent jaw but it's not square right you know what i mean she's got a square right. jaw. like pink she's always had short hair Looks great with short hair. And it's funny because pink is rough around the edges, but she doesn't have sharp feeder, features. Mm-mm. She has very soft features. Yeah. Like she's a very, not, again, very neutral features. She's got, you know, a sloped chin. She's got a soft nose, mm-hmm. high cheekbones. It just, it really is a shaped, face shape thing. My mom had short hair when I was younger and it looked really good on her because she had mm-hmm. similar soft features. It just really depends. Right. Then there's some women who just, I think, look really weird with long hair. Yeah. You know? There, there was recently somebody I thought of that, like, just had grown their hair out, and I was like, I always thought you... Halle Berry. Is yes. That stressed, stressed me out when she grew her hair out. I yes. I didn't think of it. I was like, recently I, I saw her in an interview, and I was like, she looks like gaunt with, like, long hair, and I don't know yeah. why. <laughs> when, like, when she has her short hair, she, uh, granted, that woman could be... No, she... Standing naked with no makeup on, she I still think she's gorgeous. I'd be like, wow, let's fuck. Right, Picasso. Yeah, I'm like that. Um, 
but yeah, just she's someone when she has long hair. It just, it just doesn't suit her. It makes her so much meeker. I don't know why. Yeah. And she just doesn't fit her. No. Yeah. Short hair suits yes. her very well. Say, uh, Sharon, um, Sharon Stone is also one. Yes. I, I When she has long hair, like in like Fatal Attraction. <laughs> Looks like a totally different yeah. person. But I also hate it. It makes her look very like... She also has really sharp features, though. Yes. Um, kind of going back to Halle Berry. Yeah. Um, when she was in the X-Men movies, I always thought it was funny how they they couldn't... I feel like they could never get her hair right. Yeah. For her face. Because Halle Berry's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. But the first two movies, they just did her dirty. Here is what I love about like current television and hair. That old movies and like old series... I should say, didn't do right. Stick with a fucking wig. Mm-hmm. Pick one and die on that hill. Yes. Okay. Or film the movies back to back to back. Have her dye her, hair, her short pixie hair white. That would have been stunning, by the way, if her short pixie hair was just like white. Mm-hmm. Or give her get her wig. I don't fucking care. My favorite hair of hers was in The Last Stand. What was her hair like in that one? It, it it honestly looks like a haircut she would have. It's yeah. short and it's oh the shag, the shag, kind, right? Kind of like how like yeah. how yours is short yeah. right now. Like it's like the it's like layered and whatever. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I love that one. Loved it because it fit her face. It actually looked like a haircut she would have. Yes. And it didn't look like it was trying so hard to be something she's not. To be Storm. Right. Yeah. Even in um, Days of Future Past, I didn't mind it. Where it was like the shorter pixie yeah. cut. Um. But my favorite will always be the last stand one. Forgot about that one. What was it? What was it in the first one? Was it the long wig? The long white hair. And it was stark white. It wasn't even stark the, white. Yeah. yeah. And same even... in the, the second one. It was stark white, but it was shorter. See, I, I hate that they gave her stark white hair. It was kind of like a, like a mullet type. It wasn't a mullet, but it yeah, it I didn't work like it either. I remember now. Anyways. But yeah, so going back to Evangeline Lilly. Yeah, her hair. <laughs> Not this one. This I hated the bob. I thought it made her. I was so. I was a Lost fan. So when I saw her with the short hair, I was like, "What the fuck?" It didn't even look like her. It, I didn't know it was her. My dad had to say it was her. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I was like, "Oh my god!" I cannot believe that's the chick from Lost. Yeah, I was like, "What?" Um, and she. St- I thought she was stunning in Lost, and here I was like, "Damn." She's very pretty. She's beautiful. Yes. Here I was just like, "Okay." Yeah. Like, what's good? What's going on? We'll talk about her hair more in the second yeah. one. And then, obviously, more again in the third one. Third one, we'll really talk about her hair. Um. Anyways, we'll move on from her hair. Yeah, we can move on. Because we we, we, we've been talking about hair for quite a long time. But that's okay. Because that's what, that. that's what we did what makes it fun. Cox too. We did with the bangs. Oh, my God. <laughs> she will never, ever live that haircut no. down. And the fact that she makes fun of it. And she's like, yeah, I know the hair. <laughs> well, you you had it cut you that did way, it, so. Babe. Like... Yeah. Um. Yeah. So let's talk about the bad guy really quick. Um. Yellow jacket. Yellow jacket. Do you know his name? I know you just looked it up. I don't his remember acting name yeah. or like actor name. I think it's Corey Cottle. Okay. Um. He kind of always plays like villain roles. Yeah. But he does it really well. <laughs> For some reason, I thought he was British in real life, and he's definitely not. He's American. 
That I guess that, I don't know. That has no bearing. He's an no, I, I guess I didn't. I never realized. Yeah. But every movie that I didn't even know his name, but every movie I've seen him in, he always plays a bad guy. Always. And it's no different in this movie. Um, he just does a, a really good job as a bad guy. I'm sure he's really nice in real life. Yeah. All the bad guys always are. All, yeah, all the people that... That's why actors say playing the bad guy is so much fun. Because they're so nice normally. But Chris Evans, he loves playing a bad guy. Yeah. And he's like a he's teddy kinda, bear. He's kind of good at it. He is. He's like weirdly good at playing the bad guy. He does a great job. And then, yeah, like when you see him, it's like, but you're Cap. Yeah, Cap <laughs> is playing a bad guy? Uh-huh. You're Johnny Storm. You're witty and funny. Um... But yeah, so we have Yellow Jacket in this movie, who is a major, again, I don't know that much about Ant-Man. He's a major comic book villain um, who actually ends up coming back quite quite often. Mm -hmm. um, bookmark that. For later. For a later date. TBD. Not TBD, two weeks from today. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, he's a great villain, and um, the guy just, he does a really good job. He does. Playing the villain. <laughs> he always has played a really good villain. Mm -hmm. I feel like he plays TV villains quite a bit, too. Mm-hmm. He does. Do you know who my favorite character is in this movie, though? Let me guess. Let me guess. Give me a second. Cassie Lang. Shut up! Is it? Yes! <laughs> <laughs> no, that was a sheer guess! That was 100%. Yes, I thought you were going to say Louise. Um, Cassie Lang... Oh my gosh, talk about this the most adorable kid. She's so sweet. I love when spoilers if you haven't seen the movie, when he gets her a birthday present and it's just this ugly ass rabbit. Yeah. She goes, It's so ugly, I love it. I was like, Oh my god, you're so cute. And just how much she loves her dad. I love their relationship. And how I mean, how much he, like, genuinely loves... Like, it seems like he genuinely, like, loves yes. her, you know? Everything he does is for her. Right. And their relationship... It, it's honestly their relationship that kind of grounds the movie. Because mm -hmm. he does what he does for her. Mm -hmm. And I just, she's so funny. She's such a cute little actress. She's, she's probably not so little anymore. Um... She she's his reason. She she is the reason why the character exists. Yeah, and that's so it, true. It, she really is the it, reason. It's it's a great story arc for the character. Yeah, I agree. And it makes it, it makes him likable because it's like oh he he's a good dad. He's a good dad. He's just made some maybe not some great decisions. <laughs> and in order to be a good dad, you yeah. know, I mean, he made wrong choices, but yeah. But yeah, Cassie Lang, you got it. I can't believe I got I that. I didn't think you were gonna get it. You did. I didn't think I was gonna get it. Yeah. We hang out too much. We do. Who's your favorite character? Yes. I don't want to anymore. <laughs> um, I'm gonna get it wrong. Uh, Louise. Yes. Is it really? Louise is my favorite character in this movie. He's so fucking funny. He's so funny when he does the um. When he tells a story. <laughs> <laughs> how they edited that <laughs> just on where like it, where he's like talking and then the actors have to like talk like how he's talking but like also in their own style yes if that makes any sense yes that was so funny I love Luis I love Michael Pena and he plays like 
he's played all sorts of different characters. Yeah. Um, I guess you guys would know him from like the Jake Gyllenhaal movie he did, where they played the two cops. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a pretty popular one. Oh yeah. Um, <sighs> I forget what it's called. Oh. It's like two cops that frame something and crash. Like, no, that's a different movie with Zoe Saldana. Because he is in that movie. End of Watch? End of Watch. That's what it is. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, he's very versatile. I love him. When he was cast in this to play the funny best friend, he was doing mostly serious roles. Yeah. And so I was like, Michael Pena always plays like a cop or like somebody very like aggro. Or very. Straight laced. Or a typical um, Mexican character. <laughs> yeah. Very, very stereotypical. <laughs> Um, I don't mean that in a mean he, he way, gets, just, you know. Yeah, no, he gets typecast, yeah. totally, which is not okay. Yeah. And they shouldn't do that, but he was very much typecast a lot, or he played, like, a police officer, or, like, a whatever. He, was, he wasn't he was doing a lot of comedy stuff, um, at least not frequently. Mm-hmm. And he was trying to be taken seriously as an actor, which is why it's hilarious, because this movie kind of catapulted his career as mm-hmm. a famous actor. Um, and after this, he was taken seriously as an actor, Yes, he was. And I remember people saying, like, if anyone is going to narrate a, a recap for what has been going on up until Endgame, it should be Luis. It should be Luis. Because that man, he can tell, he can get to the point with telling you everything involved as fast as possible. He's like, he's like you know, I said that Treble. The actor. How he should be the new Stanley cameo. I think that um, Luis should be like, just like a random, like, we see him in the middle of New York randomly. Yeah. All right. So here's what happened. All right. Uh, So my brother's best friend's girlfriend said, yo, this is super freaky fine. I was like, you're right. You're right. It is super freaky fine. Okay. Okay. He's just so funny. I love him. I love the way he talks. Mm -hmm. I love how committed he, in an interview, Michael Pena was like, is probably one of the funnest movies he's made. I think a lot of the movie is um, improv. Yeah, he literally... It's just on the spot, so... All of the friends, including T.I., make shit up on the spot. Yeah. Which is why I think it works also really well. Because it's which, not scripted. Which is why I think it's, like, actually a very great comedy. Yeah. As, as well as, like, a superhero movie. It's a really great comedy. I did not expect it to be a comedy. No, at that point, they weren't really doing that. No. So then when I saw it, and it like actually was like pretty funny, but also had like a pretty good story, mm-hmm. I was like, they really did a good job. I know. And I was like, I'm kind of excited for the next one. Yeah. So, do you have anything more you want to say about the first movie? No, I do not. No. So, I remember after the first movie came out, um, the, I think they were kind of waiting to see how it did, how it fared with audiences before yeah. they announced another movie. Mm-hmm. Obviously, this movie did very well. It was a blockbuster hit immediately. Immediately, it got stellar reviews. Yes. And I remember they announced the next one. And I remember, I think if I remember right, how they announced it was, um, it was like the Ant Man, and then the logo moved over, and it said, "And the Wasp." Which I thought was so cool because the first movie ends with Hope Van Dyne talking to her dad. Is like, 
I want to get out there and help. You know, just let me do it. But he doesn't want her to because he's trying to protect her because yeah. of what happened to their mom. Yeah. Their mom got stuck in the quantum realm, mm-hmm. which we'll get, to it. we'll get to. Not this one, but the next movie. Spoilers. <laughs> and so the movie ends with her, with um, Hank Pym revealing that he has been working on a suit for her and it's the wasp suit. He can fly. And she can fly, which is so cool. And... I just remember being so excited that, yay, Ant-Man's getting another movie, and we're getting introduced to the Wasp. Finally. Yes. Another great female superhero. I was, after we found out about, like, Ant-Man and I could research it more, I was like, I found out about the Wasp, and that Hope Van Dyne is the Wasp, and I, this whole movie, I was like... Not the original one, though. No, the original one is her mother. Yes. And I find out that Hope Van Dyne becomes the Wasp eventually, and I was like... When do we get that? And then they announced it like that. And I was like, I'm it was so excited. so cool. I will always, and we can ask my mom, I will always love a female superhero. You were, yeah. I, yeah. I, I don't know what it is. I just think it's so cool seeing a strong woman kicking ass. I it's just so think fun. it's like, like, get them. <laughs> just get them, girl. Right. Um, get them, girly pop. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right, speaking of, remind me to show you a t-shirt I just got. Okay, will do. Um, yeah, so exciting, though. And I will say the, the movie did deviate from the Ant-Man lore quite yeah, a bit. it did. Um, because in the comic books, it's Hank Pym and Jan? Janet. Janet. What's Janet. Janet. Janet Van Dyne. Janet Van Dyne, yeah. Mm-hmm. Where they don't have the same last name. They explained it in the comic books. Um, it, it was, I think it's, it's pretty much like Janet thinks that she's more powerful. Like she should have a woman's last name. Uh, which she, for she, back then, like what back in the sixties, that's like yeah. a move. That's that a was move. A, yeah, that was a pretty. You didn't do that back no. then. So she gave she she gave Hope her last name instead of Hanks. Yeah, I think that's pretty cool. Um. Yeah, Janet Van Dyne. So, yeah, it's Hank and Janet. Who, and they do kind of touch on that in the movie a little bit. Um, but this one is more about Scott Lang and his story. Yeah. And, it, again, it works. It works it very well. It works really well. But um, do you have anything else? I do not. Okay. Well, I'm very excited to talk about Ant-Man and the Wasp. Not tonight, but... We, um, we might have to watch that one for me to catch up it's a great movie i i really did like i liked it probably just as much as the first one i loved it i loved um, it loved ghost we'll talk about that loved ghost loved the the inclusion of janet or not janet well yeah janet yeah spoilers and um just the wasp she there was potential for her in the first movie and I'm they just they, they go for it in this one i'm glad they the next one. it was a much more like wow moment yes agreed agreed all right right. oh we forgot to do our questions oh obviously um would you see it on a friday yes i did yeah same i don't think there's ever been one marvel movie yet we have not seen on a friday together no in fact we see them on thursdays yeah yeah (laughs) a day early yeah and they're not more expensive same price same price i should think they're more expensive on fridays if I remember right. They're 
They're the same. Are they? Okay. Mm-hmm. They're the same. Because Thursday is still considered release day. That's true. So it's just, it, it's the same high price. Yeah. What would you rate it out of 10? Like an 8. 8.5. I'm say 8.5. I don't do what you do on IMDb. DB. What do I do? Rate it. Like I don't oh. go through rate movies. I should probably. There's so many I've seen. I like to to do it because it then recommends movies like it uh-huh. so i'm like oh okay um yeah i gave it an eight out of ten. Oh, so we're on the same yeah I, if i if i could do i wish they would introduce half ratings i know because i would do it probably 8.5 yeah i was gonna say it's an eight and a half because it's a pretty it's a pretty it's a it's a solid movie and it's also like kind of a throwback to old action movies too mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. what i love love old action movies uh, i love old all movies <laughs> same um would you watch it again I have. I have too, multiple times. I'm on DJ's DJ. Why can't I speak tonight? You can call me DJ. <laughs> I'm gonna call you PJ like Isaac does. PJ. 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 And you can call me Scene. 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 Um, I have TJ's Apple account, so I he has all of the Marvel movies, so I. I just won't... bought Wakanda Forever too, by the way. <laughs> Even though it's on Disney Plus. It's fine. You have to have a collection. <laughs> yeah. Um, and once in a while, I'll, he'll, I'll throw, like, a Marvel movie on, and he'll text me and be like, are you watching this right now? And I'm like, maybe. Because I can see it. It pops up on my, on what you're watching right now. Yeah. And it's always funny. Mainly because I just like to talk about it with you. But, um, yeah, I would definitely, I, for sure, see it on a Friday. 8.5 out of 10 for me, and I have watched this movie. Again, and again. Many times because it, it it's a it's it's, a good, it's an easy watch. It's an easy watch and it has rewatch. I think all the no not all most of the Marvel movies have rewatchable qualities. Mm-hmm. I agree. A Grizz. But not Thor: The Dark World or Eternals. Thank you. Is there another one? Captain America. Oh, the first yeah, the first one. Like it's fun to watch in theaters, but once you watch it like outside of the theater at home, you're like. All right. Well, if that's all we got, then TJ and Celine. Out. Bye bye bye. Bye bye. Don't wanna be a movie. Just another game with two. Not be crazy, but it ain't no lie. Bye bye bye. Art. Art. Is happening. We are the art. And that's jazz. I love this restaurant. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Bye.